Hello everyone, welcome again to the Communities Admin Renamed Podcast, proudly presented by Grampians Community Health. My name is Gareth Oliver, thank you for joining me. This week I'm catching up with an old mate, but not just any old mate. This old mate is now the Head of Corporate Partnerships for Movember. Kieran Ryan is a local boy from Stall who, after suffering the losses of two uh, very close friends due to suicide while they were in their early 20s, has made it his life's work to make sure that doesn't happen to anybody else. Kieran's been with Movember now for a number of years and is really passionate about men's mental health, prostate cancer and testicular cancer, men's health in general. So as the month of Movember, the hairiest month of the year is about to roll upon us, I thought what better time to reach out to my old mate Kieran and have a chat about Movember. All things uh, Movember and what they do, their fundraising, how they work, how it got started, even a few fashion tips on growing your moustache as well. Now, there is talk of suicide in this episode of the Communities I Mental Name podcast. If this is troubling to you or you are having suicidal thoughts, we urge you to contact Lifeline 131114. It's 131114. Here it is. Here's my chat with my old mate, Karen. I hope you guys enjoy it. This is the Communities I Mental Name podcast, proudly presented by Grandpa's Community Health for you, your family, and our community. I'm here with Kieran Ryan, who is the Head of Corporate Partnerships for Movember Australia. Kieran, thank you so much for giving up some time. I know it's a busy time of year with Movember. Five days away, I think you said before. Mate, thank you so much. It's one, it's a bloody privilege to be on here chatting. And it's also good to reconnect with you, Matt. I don't think I've seen you for uh, a number of years. So it, it's it's great to connect. Just a bit of background for people who are, who might be listening. Um, uh, Kieran and I have known each other for, oh man, be over 10 years, I'd imagine, Kieran. It would uh, be. On and off, back when you were just a lad working at uh, one of the local supermarkets in Ararat. <laughs> I think we were both young lads back in those days. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we're, we're recording this on Zoom and, and um, Kieran can see the grey in my beard. I noticed that he's got a much, much less in his. So, um, <laughs> must be a good gig. Mate, how did you end up at the head of corporate at, at Movember? I, I guess life, ex- I guess life experience or a, a pivotal moment in in my life really led me led me to want to work for for a place that I'm wholeheartedly super passionate about. Back in 2008, a, a group of friends and I started growing moustaches, and it was a way of one just seeing if we could grow mo's. We were not long out of high school. We're probably not long out of puberty either, and thought heck why don't we why don't we try growing mustaches we've seen a poster around somewhere and we did and we grew mo's and we did all the things that uh, i guess you could say we didn't do anything that we really encourage people to do these days which is sign up at movember.com fundraise raise a few dollars we just tried to grow mustaches for for the 30 days of november and to be honest it was a flash in the pan type setup in 2008 a group of us just tried to see if we could grow mustaches and it wasn't until 2009 that November really popped up on on my radar and was something that um, at the time I didn't know was going to to change my life or shoot me in this uh, trajectory that I've been on now that sees me working at the moustache factory as I like to <laughs> like to call it you know we you and I both both lost a mate to suicide in 2009 
having grown up in Stall and spent many years working in in Ararat and Stall, we know that they're small town communities. And when a death happens within a community, and when when the death of a young man happens, and that death is by suicide, that's something that rocks a local community. And we mentioned about you and I being young lads back in the day as a young man in my 20s when mark when mark took his life um it was the first time that i'd ever experienced death outside of my family and it was the first time i'd ever been exposed to suicide depression anxiety mental health i didn't know i didn't know what they were and it was a couple of months after mark had taken his life that november rolled around again and same group of mates from 2008, all very good friends of, of Mark's. We all looked at each other and said, hey, this Movember thing, why don't we Why don't we actually do this properly? Why don't we grow moustaches? Why don't we sign up? Why don't we, why don't we try to raise, raise a few bucks? And why don't we try to start some conversations about mental health and suicide and depression and anxiety? And why don't we try to get our local community or the people that we're in, in touch with, whether that's the footy club or the local athletics club or wherever we we were and whatever community we were a part of at that time, let's try to get a conversation started about these issues that men are facing yet nobody is is talking about them. If you think back to 2009, very stereotypical masculine time where, you know, guys didn't talk about their feelings. They certainly didn't talk about their emotions and you almost seemed to be a tough Aussie bloke if you just put your boots on and carried on regardless and you you don't open up and you don't share what's really going on in your life. So 2009 was a very pivotal year where the loss of a good mate turned my attention to to Movember and using a moustache and some some top lip top lip follicles as something that could start a conversation and a way of honoring a mate that was no longer here. And 2009, 10, 11 and 12, we, same group of mates, supported Movember. We, we ran fundraising in the organisations that we worked at, local supermarket that you and I both were at. We raised some bucks there. Um, and then in 2012, I remember it was a Sunday night and I was watching 60 Minutes and I don't, I'm 23 years old, I'm watching 60 Minutes on a Sunday night and I had 48 missed calls from um, a bloke you would know, Lee Dadswell. And I thought, this is this is odd. It's a Sunday night. Why have I got 48 missed calls from Lee? This is this is really odd. And I thought two things. I thought, one, how boring is my Sunday night? I'm watching 60 Minutes. And how exciting Lee's must be. He's calling me, so he must be out having a beer or something. But that couldn't be further from the truth. When I listened to his voice message, he said, Kieran, you need to call me. It's about Liam. Liam was a very good friend of ours who had a mental health uh, a mental health battle, had chronic fatigue and was experiencing some some depression. And I called Lee and he said to me that, that Liam had actually taken his life and that was the second time in three years that we had a, a very close mate of ours that had taken their life due to mental health uh, or due to a mental health battle. So over a short period of time, two very good mates of ours had, had taken their life. And what really hit us as a group of friends was when Liam took his life, it was two days before his daughter's second birthday, little Layla's birthday. Um, and I remember we, a, a big group of us went to Liam's partner's house the next day after, after we, we heard the news. And I remember being in the backyard and little Layla was looking at, at photos on her mum's phone and 
she stopped at a photo of Liam and said, dad, dad, where's dad? And I remember looking around the looking around the group of friends that were there and we were all crying and walking out from what was Liam's house, I turned to my mates and said, hey, we need to do more. We need to do something that hopefully can captivate a local community that can start a conversation on a bigger stage and and really get it out there. You know, the conversation that we had been having, we thought we were doing a pretty good job of yet. One of our mates who was part of that conversation had had taken his life and that's when... I decided to run 100 kilometres. Uh, I ran from just outside of Dunkeld through to Stall to raise money for Movember. And the idea around that was actually to start a conversation that if somebody that may be having a rough trot with mental health, that may be going through chemotherapy, could see a group of so-called young fit people uh, putting themselves in a physically and mentally challenging position of one trying to run 100 kilometres in a day and um, if they could see the, the community in that friendship circle around uh, around us over that that event or that run, well, hopefully that could give somebody the hope to continue to to push on with the battles they may be facing, or to even throw their hand up and to ask for help and to say, "Hey, you know what? I'm I'm actually having a tough time here, and and I, I need some help and I need some assistance." And I think that's why landing on a hundred kilometers was something that one, it was physically challenging Two, it was emotionally challenging and mentally challenging, but it was something that I was going to need help with. And I wanted to, I wanted to be able to throw a hand up and say, you know what? I'm having a shit trot here. I'm 70 Ks in. (laughs) I don't know if I can make it. Boys, can you get out of the bus and can you run with me? And there was a group of 15 of us that people had, had never ran over 10k before and, and they ran 55 kilometers with me on the day a lot of boys from their at football club uh at the time the likes of trent fiscalini leo bell tom cash and lee dadswell uh john omosovich a, a host of incredible people that that all took part in the day alan bachelor drove the support bus and what was truly incredible was the conversation that we were able to to start there was a sea of people that were waiting to see us at at the finish line and there was people that were coming out and and chatting to us throughout the day uh, that were telling us about their story with mental health and their story with with one of Movember's key causes, whether it was prostate cancer or testicular cancer. And that was the real reason that we did something like that was to start a conversation and to get people talking about these things that typically blokes in particular wouldn't be talking about. And from, from that moment, 2012 was a moment that a decision almost that until the day that I die, I will support Movember every year because it's one, it's an amazing way of remembering two mates that are no longer here. And it's a way of starting conversations. And I personally think I look better with a moustache than I do clean shaven. So it gives me an excuse to, to roll a mow. And how did I end up working for Movember? Our Movember community is, it's amazing. There, there's people from all over Australia and all over the world, 6 million, sorry, Mo Bros and Mo Sisters have participated in in Movember since um, it was first founded back in, in 2003. And Movember does this amazing thing in wrapping their arms around the Movember community. Uh, and they wrap their arms around me after hearing about both Mark and Liam. And I got in contact with those guys. Uh, whenever I was in Melbourne, I'd stop into the office. I'd, I'd say g'day. And I was fortunate enough to win a to win a, a hiking trip to the Kokoda Trail through Movember. Kurt Fernley ran a challenge on 
November.com and it was something along the lines of if you raise $500, you go in the entry to go and hike the Kokoda Trail. And I happened to win that, which was bloody lucky and experience that was was truly incredible. And it wasn't until a couple of days after coming back from Papua New Guinea that Movember reached out and said, hey, we've got a, a position available here. It's grassroots, it's community engagement. We think you'd be good for it. Are you interested in, in applying? And at the time I was working with Jono Milosevic. He had not long started his plumbing business and I was on the tools, uh, on the tools with Jono. And it was, well, do I become a, do I become a plumber and work with Jono, which was bloody entertaining and the idea of working with your best mate would have been great or do I pick up this career farming moustaches and do I see where that goes because it's something I'm I'm super passionate about and believe that the work that November is doing is is really starting to change the dial in not only men's mental health space but also prostate cancer and testicular cancer. Yeah, uh, you, I'll just just go back a little bit. You mentioned losing two people who were very close to you. I, I I knew Mark as well as you mentioned. Back in those days, you're right. It wasn't discussed. Men always, and especially young blokes, we had that you know she'll be right sort of attitude. Hmm. How much have you seen that change in your work with November in the mental health space? Oh, ast- astronomically, for guys like us that are start like we're no longer twenty, right? We're no longer eighteen. We're starting to get on a little bit. You notice the conversation is different in in pubs. The conversation is different in supermarkets. Not that I've got my ear to every conversation, but the conversations that you're hearing out in the community and the way that mental health is spoken about is a lot more freer than it was back in 2009 when when Mark took his life and even in 2012. And I think Movember um, has had a lot to do with that, as has the other organisations that are working in the mental health space. I remember growing up that cancer was almost the C word. Nobody wanted to talk about cancer when I was when I was a young kid, when I was a little tucker, and then I experienced the same with mental health um, and depression through my teens. And now mental health and suicide prevention and mental wellness is something that is on the forefront of everybody's mind, especially now that we've been living remotely, we've been living socially distanced, we've been living um, socially isolated lives for almost two years. So the topic of mental health is something that is on a lot of people's tongues and not only that conversation of wanting to talk about it, what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing is people are more willing to open up and to talk about exactly what's going on in what's going on in their lives. And one thing that we've seen recently at Movember where we're redesigning one of our programs called Movember Speak Easy and we're focusing that on the power of, of sharing from yourself first. So if I was to open up and to talk about my feelings and emotions, that shows my mate that it's okay to do that. So we're really championing people in our community and the wider community to actually be the leader in having that conversation. And it can be a bit daunting at times because you think, oh, heck, how do I, how do I have this conversation? I don't know. Oh, I'm not a mental health expert. The reality of it is you don't need to be. You've got two ears and nine times out of 10, all you need to do is listen. So when we talk about how that conversation has has changed or progressed, it's, it's chalk and cheese in my eyes. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I know uh, also speaking from my own personal experience, just how much easier and how more aware people are of other people's mental health. And, and it is a really big thing now. And, and you're right, the last two years, basically two years anyway, we've all been various states of lockdown. We've been hmm. isolated from one another. And not just us as, as adults. As you know, I've got young kids. 
you know, my, my oldest missed out on a lot of school, early socialisation stuff, things like that. Mm. So I, I really applaud November for, for getting in and talking about men's health. Now, you mentioned also that November deals with testicular cancer and prostate cancer. Can you talk a bit more about those for us, please, Kieran? Yeah, totally. When um when November was was first founded and and first begun, it um it's a typical Aussie success story. Really, two mates were talking about two mates were talking about fashion, and they were talking about the things that had and hadn't come back into fashion. And one was the moustache, the other was those weird knitted pot plant holders. My nanny used to have them. Um, <laughs> what do you call it? Oh, macrame? Macrame. That's all back in macrame. fashion now. That's a shop yeah, in Arab that, that sells macrame stuff. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So. The boys were talking about what what are those things that haven't come back into fashion and it was one of our founders' birthdays in in November and they decided to grow moustaches and have this moustache-themed birthday party for him at the end of the month and that's that's literally how Movember was born. 30 mates decided to grow Mo's to celebrate one of their friends' birthdays at the end of the month. They all dressed up as their favourite moustache-themed character from Hulk Hogan, Tom Selleck. I would like to think Borat, but Borat wasn't around back then. That's who I try to channel with with my moustache. So at the end of 2003, the boys looked around and they went, heck, we've just captivated our group of mates to grow mows and a few friends and other people to, to do this with us. And... There could be real power in trying to take this movement across Australia. And they looked around at the time and and did some research and prostate cancer was killing uh, more men than breast cancer was of women at the time, yet nobody was talking about prostate cancer. There was no dialogue around it. Blokes just weren't talking about it. It was facts that nobody knew. So when November 1st started, uh, we worked very heavily in a, a prostate cancer space and still do. Uh, and as we've progressed as an organisation, this is year number 18, uh, which is is quite exciting to think the organisation has been around for 18 years now and has been able to do so much work in that short period of time on a, on a global scale. We then started to focus on testicular cancer and then moved into a mental health and suicide prevention space. And one thing that's unique about Movember in the way that Movember funds programs in a research space is our researchers need to collaborate. So one thing that Movember found out very early on was that researchers typically don't collaborate and they don't share, they don't share their their losses or their, I guess, failings is probably the wrong word. What you find is researchers are very happy to tell you when they've found success, but they don't tell you one, how they've gotten there, or they don't tell you that you can't get from Hall's Gap to to Ararat by driving straight over Baronia Peak, right? Or you got to go through, you have to go through Moiston to get there. So for Movember, we said to the organisations that we were funding in a prostate cancer space and those researchers that, hey, if we're to fund you, we need you all to collaborate. So Movember was groundbreaking in a sense of how we shook up a research research culture in one that to be funded by Movember, we needed collaboration. So you were sharing everything. Basically, it's it's our dream team. If you think of Jordan and the Bulls in the 90s, that's how we look at our, our prostate cancer team. And it's very similar in, in testicular cancer as well. And we get asked the question pretty regularly, why do you only work in prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health and suicide prevention? Why aren't you working in a space of kidney disease or cardiovascular disease? And quite simply, they're the three cause areas that we at Movember believe we can have the greatest impact on and we can have the greatest change in 
in those areas. And we're an organization that's uniquely placed from a language point of view. Granted, we were we were founded in a pub. We are free and loose with with how we speak. And I think that's what is so appealing to the Mobros that support us because it's like you're talking, it's like you're talking to a mate. We don't say, hey, go and check your testicles. We say, go and know your nuts. Like lather your hands up with a block of soap in the shower and get them down there and feel what's normal for you. We we encourage you to, to play with yourself, to know what's normal so you can identify, you can identify changes. And I think that's something that as a young man, when I first started supporting Movember, was really appealing to me. And that appeal is is still there. Yeah, that's stuff that wasn't talked about either. Um, prostate cancer, as, as you mentioned, a huge killer of men in this country, mm. but it's never got the, I mean, it's not a glamorous subject, is it really? And no. you hear people talk about, oh, I wouldn't go and get a prostate check, you know, what they, they do, but it is something that we need to focus on. And correct me if I'm wrong, but those three that November support, uh, suicide prevention, the prostate cancer, testicular cancer, they're the three yeah. biggest killers of men in Australia, is that right? Well, when we look at we look at suicide. It's certainly the, the largest killer of, of young young men. Uh, testicular cancer is the most common cancer in young men. And if we look at prostate cancer, one in six men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer in um, in their lifetime. And as I said, testicular cancer is the most common cancer young among young men. And it's it's frightening when you look at those statistics and you look at those numbers when you look at suicide on a a global platform, one man a minute will take his life. I think you and I are going to be be chatting for an hour today. So that's that's 60 men globally that will, will take their life over the course of this conversation. When we look to Australia, the figures show us that that we're losing over six men every day in Australia to suicide. And that's that's not okay. Certainly, certainly not okay. And when you look at a life expectancy, women will live four, four and a half years longer than than blokes. And a lot of the reasons why why that gap is is four and a half years are pretty preventable reasons for blokes taking more care of of their health. And of course, suicide is a big killer of young men in regional areas, as you and I know all mm. too well. Um, and growing up in regional Victoria, as we both did, it's um, definitely something that touches a lot of people. I still can't believe it that the kid from Stores gotten all the way to the very top of Movember. How big has Movember gotten? Now, I was doing a bit of research before this podcast because. You know, I'm professional, Kieran. Um, <laughs> yeah, wasn't a joke. Um, <laughs> and I, I read that November is now across 33 countries worldwide. Is that right? Yeah. So we are across 20 countries globally, which is very, it's very incredible. Like it's amazing to think that a simple idea like growing a moustache can literally grow across the world as it does across men's top lips during the month of November. We talked about it earlier, 6 million people have participated in, in the month and they've raised over a billion dollars, which is, is truly incredible. And those funds have, have funded over 12, 1,200 mental health programs across those key cause areas. When we look at, at Movember, it's the world's largest mental health organisation um, and it's one that's uniquely placed to really have a, a key voice in changing the conversation moving forward and, and really starting to, to move the dial on these cause areas. And started from a pub in Melbourne. Started at a bar in Fitzroy, which is just yeah, wild to wild to believe, isn't it? 
Absolutely. It's um, just, just shows all you need is an idea. Oh, exactly. All you need is a simple idea. And one thing that we, we joke about quite regularly at Movember is two mates were having a beer. They were sharing a conversation and look what has been born out of connection and conversation. And that's pretty incredible. It's, it's such a credit to... Um to the two founders of Movember and also for Movember as an organisation, that some of those stats you gave me were um, probably saw my reaction. The um, one person every minute, one man every minute mm. dying of, of suicide across the world is staggering. But then mm. the, the billion dollars that Movember's been able to raise in the 18 years is also staggering in a positive way. Um, yeah. And, and I will admit, I've, I have, I've done it once. I did Movember <laughs> once. So, yeah, um, this might be uh, year number two. <laughs> I'm happy to donate, mate. No, I'm happy, <laughs> happy to donate to people. We do have some stuff at GCH. We're going to be doing some some November stuff, and and I will share links on our social medias for that. Um, Kieran, we might just take a very quick, very short break, and we'll be back very shortly to talk more November, more men's health, and more hairy lips. Back shortly. Our middle name podcast is proudly brought to you by Grampians Community Health. Grampians Community Health offer a wide range of services across a huge part of Western Victoria, a number of local government areas, including the Northern Grampian Shire Council, our rural city, Horsham Rural City, Pyrenees Shire, West Wimmera Shire, the Hindmarsh Shire, the Yarriambiak Shire, Central Goldfields Shire, and Southern Grampians Shire. Services available include alcohol and other drug support, carer support, community-aged disability support, including NDIS support coordination and plan management, counselling across a wide range of sectors, homelessness support, gamblers' help, community mental health support, and much, much more. For more information, call us on 5358 7400 or hit up our website, gch.org.au. Grampians Community Health, for you, your family, and our community, proud to bring you the Community Examiner name podcast. Welcome back. Kieran Ryan is with me from Movember. He's the head of corporate partnerships, born and raised in Stall, so very much a local to the Grampians region. And uh, talking during the break, still has a place in Halls Gap that he likes to get back to. Uh, when he's not busy swanning around up in sunny Queensland. Um, <laughs> Kieran, we talked a little bit about uh, during the break uh, when we, you've participated in November probably every year since 2009. I did mm. it once and I said to you, I couldn't do it again so I couldn't look at myself <laughs> in the mirror. Um, now, I know it's a bit of fun. How, how do, you, do you go with it? I mean, not talking out of school here. He's a, he's yeah. a good looking rooster, our Kieran. Um, oh, it's the moustache. That's all it is. <laughs> how do you uh, how do you go those first getting through the itches and what stuff early early days? Oh, it's tough. I um, I've I've had a moustache basically for the last six years, and it only comes off once a year, and that's on on November first. And I worry every year that there's going to be a horrific tan line that it, it will look like I just have a zinc stick across my top lip from from basically 12 months of, of it seeing no sun. But that, that first day when you shave down, it's something that's that's odd. It's it's probably the only time that I carry an ID. 
It's the only time that I ever get ID'd anywhere anymore during that first week of November when people do a, a little double look at you and say, oh, actually, mate, can I just can I check your ID before you, you come in here? And then it's funny because the month of November is it's such a it's such a journey. And when we say November changing the face of men's health, your face actually changes over those those four weeks of, of November. The first week you you've got nothing there. It's as smooth as as smooth as probably my butt when I was a baby. Um, and then this, the second week in, it, it looks like you've got a Vegemite smear from breakfast that's still on on your top lip and people will give you a little sideways glance that, that they look and they go, is this guy actually doing, is he doing Movember or has he just been lazy this morning? Maybe he hasn't had a shower in a couple of days. I don't know what it is. And then week three, it really starts to come into its own and that's where you go, okay, I'm settling into the moustache that I'm growing in. And week four is is basically party time when you can start to really shave it into the shape that, that you want. One thing that, or a bit of advice for the young moustache punters out there that may not have grown a moustache before is always leave a little around the side because you can always cut it back. A lot of people will try to grow a moustache that, that might be too short or doesn't suit the the shape of their face. So always leave a little bit more around the outside so you can work it back as the month goes on. So you can just, you can nail on, nail on the moustache that you, you really want to see. And another tip that I've seen out and about, you could almost call it moustache doping where chemist warehouse, the the sale of mascara sticks goes through the roof. Uh, A mascara stick can tighten up and tidy up any, any patches where follicles don't grow, any grays in there that you want to hide. We have seen some people use Just For Men, but Just For Men leaves leaves your hair with a bit of an oily look. So you, you can tell that your top lip's been, been dyed. I'd, I'd recommend people hit up a mascara stick if they're worried about their follicle growth. But the amazing thing is whatever you grow will, will save a bro, and that's something that we talk very strongly about it. It doesn't matter if you have two follicles on your top lip or you have something that looks like Merv Hughes because that mar- that mo will, will certainly do a lot in, in one, changing the face of men's health and continuing the conversation around it. And, and for the, the most sisters who get involved, um, I'm mm. assuming most of those don't, don't do the moustache thing. What's, what's the no, best way for the, the most sisters to, to get involved and raise some money? Yeah, as, as November's grown over the last 18 years, so has the way that our community can participate in November. Obviously, for, for the guys, we encourage you to shave down on the first and grow a moustache. Um, we also encourage people to move for November. And well done to the marketing team. It's the, it's the first four letters of Movember, spells move. And what move is is a, is a, a physical challenge to run or walk 60 kilometres over the month of November. One thing that we do know at Movember is physical exercise is an amazing preventative tool to, to mental health and it's, a, it's an amazing way of keeping your mental health in check is by being physically active. And what we also know is if your partner is getting out and is physically active, you're more inclined to, to go with them. And when we look at conversations and in particular how men like to have conversations, that's a side-by-side conversation, a shoulder-to-shoulder conversation. For some reason, blokes aren't always the best at sitting down, doing what we're doing, looking at each other across the Zoom screen. So move is the physical challenge to run or walk 60 kilometres. And we touched on the number 60 earlier, and that number 60 is sadly the, the number of men that will, will take their life in an hour. 
uh, knowing that one man a minute dies globally. So the number 60 is important to us when when people are getting out and making their move that they know why they're out there. They know why they're they're running or walking those kilometres. And now that restrictions are starting to ease around the place and in regional Vic we've, we've been out and about a, a little bit earlier than the rest of Victoria and, and the rest of the country, um, at some stages you can host an event and this is pretty amazing where you can bring your community together. We see workplaces hosting morning teas, hosting barbecues, hosting Movember fashion shows, or they like to call them Mogress runways where the guys that are growing moustaches will will line up and you can check in on the, the growth of those follicles. And new in, in 2020 uh, was a new way for people to fundraise, which is called Mow Your Own Way. And that's basically your ability to to fundraise however you, you see fit. We've seen people dress up in hot dog suits for the month of November where they will literally, whenever they leave the house, they'll be in a, a hot dog suit. So That's, that's dedication, words. isn't it? That's real dedication. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is absolute dedication. We Her name was, uh, or her name is, is Lauren, um, and she literally wore a hot dog suit every day of November. Whenever she left her front door, she was in a hot dog suit, uh, I saw her in the hot dog suit driving across the Westgate Bridge. I saw her at pubs out in the hot dog suit, had a QR code on it. Um, it was almost before QR codes time, really, where people were scanning the QR code and, and making donations to her. So there's a host of ways that, that people can get involved and can support Movember. Uh, it's not just, it's not solely for, for guys growing moustaches. There is something there for everyone to participate in. Yeah, and I think that's an important distinction to make is that anyone can join in. Yeah, it started out as a, as a bunch of, of lads getting together and growing some mustaches. But the main, I think the, what I'm getting is the main thing about November is having a bit of fun and, Definitely. and trying to put a, a fun spin on some serious topics. Definitely. And that's, I think that's why November has been so, I guess you can say, so successful over the last 18 years because for guys growing Moses, it's good fun. It gives you a license to sling a bit of shit at your boss who might be growing a dodgy mo and it's a great it's a great equalizer um it's a great leveler in in the workplace it's something that uh physically people can see you can see a community that you're involved in november was founded in a pub nine times out of ten you're having a bloody good time and you're at a pub and that fun value is something that we we live every day at november and um encourage our community to do to do the same thing yeah fantastic now, if people want to get involved, mate, what's the best way for them to get involved in November? Yeah, the best way to get involved is literally to to jump online and head across to Movember.com, sign up and and participate. You may know you may know some Mo's out in your local community or at your workplace that are already getting involved. Join their team. But Movember.com is your one-stop shop in getting hairy for 2021. And if people wanted to donate as well, what's the best way for them to donate? If you know a Mo that's that's participating in Movember, same website as before, head across to Movember.com and, and search their name and you can make a donation directly to them or you can make a donation simply to Movember at Movember.com. Now, I'm going to go back a little bit here. Uh, do you still have the Mo spaces for every uh, for individual Mo bros? From- we do. And- <laughs> back in my day when <laughs> that- I did it. <laughs> that shows... Uh, that shows how old Movember is that at the time uh, the guys decided to to rip MySpace and uh, create a fundraising 
page that was a Mo space, um, which was pretty game changing back then. We were one of the first organisations that did peer to peer fundraising um, on our on our own website. A lot of a lot of organisations rely on third party platforms and sites where that all happens on Movember.com. Uh, I might have to put a little link into the uh, the show notes for any any people under about probably fifteen who have no idea what MySpace <laughs> is, <laughs> or who Tom was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even I would be playing on Tom. I thought Tom Cashin. No. Um, <laughs> he's not that. He's he's a very important man, Tom Cashin. You think? <laughs> he's um, a great man. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks, Tom Cashin, as well for, for passing on your um, email address to me to get in touch because it's been been far too long. Now we we touched on the importance of of uh, the work that November does. Is there anything else you'd just like to get across to anyone before we um, before we sort of finish up for for now, Kieran and um, and just anything else you want to get across about men's health, mate. One, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to to jump on and to have a conversation with you and to connect with you. That you know we haven't done it for a number of years, and um, a message to to get out to the community is that we probably all have a friend that we haven't reached out to, we haven't spoken to in in a long time, and now more than ever, connection is is so important. Grab your phone, send them a text, leave them a voice note hit them up, re- reconnect, because they're probably thinking the same thing about you. Oh, I'd love to touch base with Kieran, but oh, I don't really know what to, uh, I don't really know what to do or, or what to say. And to to the hometown community, get involved in Movember. It's it's one of the funnest things that you, you'll potentially do this year. And I think this year and the last year, we need something to something to smile about. And if that's a, a smile because of a moustache on somebody's top lip that you happen to get a glance of when you're not wearing a face mask, then then so be it. Get across to Movember.com, sign up and and have a good time because the conversation that is started from your participation might be the conversation that that saves a life. And I'll put a link to Movember.com in the show notes as well for anyone who's interested uh you can just go straight to that link click on it and all the information will be there and there's a cool little history of november as well on the website kieran i know yeah, there certainly is what what's what's next for november where where do you go from here 18 years strong this year what's the mm. next phase for november yeah the next phase for us sadly is men are still men are still dying before before their time so we as an organisation still have a, a lot of work to do. Over the last 18 years, we've been investing in research programs that are now at a stage that they can be scaled, they can be taken out to the community um, and they can start to be to be rolled out. And one of those programs, which is a, a free program, uh, it's called Movember Conversations. It's a digital tool that is designed to help you have what could be a difficult conversation. Uh, it's a tool that can guide you in having conversations where you may notice, heck, it might be David at your workplace or it might be Sarah that you go, oh, there's something a bit off with them today. They're not they're not themselves, but I don't know how to start that conversation. I don't know how to tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, are you doing okay? And November Conversations is a digital tool that that guides you in having those conversations. So what does the next phase of November look like? We've still got a, a hell of a lot of work to do in the men's health space. So we'll be growing Mo's, we'll be rolling our sleeves up and we'll be continuing the good work that uh, our community enables us to do. And we can find November conversations on your on the November website? Yeah, definitely can. 
excellent, which of course, as you mentioned before, was Movember.com. Karen, I really appreciate you giving up some some time. I realise that it's an extremely busy time of year for for you guys with uh, about to go hairless before getting into the hairiest month of the year. <laughs> Uh, it's been fantastic uh, having a chat again. It's been way too long. Um, has. But thank you for, so much for your time, and thanks for joining me on the uh, Communities of Middle Name podcast. Mate, thank you so very much for, for having me on. Communities at the heart and heart and centre of everything we do at Movember. So, mate, I've absolutely loved this. It's been, been great to get on and great to connect. <laughs> That's another episode of the Communities and Middle Name podcast done and dusted. Thanks once again to Kieran Ryan from Movember. Kieran, of course, like I said, uh, the intro of the show is a local lad from the Grampians and uh, really appreciate him giving up some time at this very, very busy time of year for everyone involved with Movember. And as mentioned in the podcast, thanks to Tom Cashin, who uh, put me back in touch with Kieran, um, which I really appreciate. So thank you as well to, to Tom for that. Of course, this podcast isn't possible without Grampians Community Health. So check out Grampians Community Health's Facebook page, facebook.com slash Grampians Community Health, or find us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at GCH Grampians. We have offices in Ararat, Stall, and Horsham that are open Monday to Friday. And you can also call us 5358 7400 or visit our website gch.org.au. Of course, we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land upon which this podcast was recorded and produced the Jabberwong people and pay our respects to all elders past, present and emerging. Andrew Parsons is the man who provided us with the intro and outro music and it's beautiful music and it's an original composition just for this podcast. So thank you again, Parso. Uh, you can like and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Podbean, or on Spotify, you can stream us on there. Amazon, Alexa, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, anywhere good podcasts are found, basically, you can find us. Hope you guys have enjoyed this show. Uh, I'll be back again very shortly with a new episode of the Community Zemin Renamed Podcast. So thank you, and we'll talk to you again very soon. This has been the Community Zemin Renamed Podcast, brought to you by Grampins Community Health. And until next time, so long.